my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a great week. As always, there's a ton to get to today. A ton to get to today. I'm going to react to um, President Trump's address um, from the Oval Office last night and the response from Democrats, including Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, um, and the, the shit show that, that followed. Um, I'm, I'm going to react to all of it and give you my, my take. Uh, but before I do that, I need to say hi to our sponsors over at Premier Vapor. If you smoke and you want to quit, or if you vape already, you need to check out Premier Vapor. They have the largest selection of premium e-liquid anywhere in the country. Um, if you vape, you already know that there's a huge difference between normal e-liquid and premium. All their stuff is premium. It is great. It is delicious. They have any kind of uh, battery, mod, tank, coil, anything you need for your vape setup, they have. Um, if you are in Northwest Ohio, they have physical locations in Perrysburg and Holland, Ohio. Definitely check them out in person. If not, uh, you can check them out at PremierVaporAndLounge.com. That is PremierVaporAndLounge.com. They'll give you free shipping on all orders over 35 bucks. You really can't beat that and guys if you haven't already please follow us on twitter at no gimmicks pod pod please subscribe on itunes soundcloud or google play if you're on itunes please give us a five-star rating and a good review i'd really appreciate that um all right without further ado uh president trump uh had his first oval office address last night at uh, 9 p.m eastern presidents have been doing this since since the 50s or actually i believe since the 40s i think truman was the first president that that started doing these uh these addresses from behind the Resolute Desk, um, it's a very effective way for the President of the United States to connect uh, directly with the American people. Um, you know, you, you get around the media, you know, the media can't distort your words or anything like that. Um, it's not in a rally type setting where you're kind of playing off the crowd. It is just the president talking to the people. Uh, president Obama, you know, I think he did this 11 or 12 times. You know, he was averaging once or twice a year doing these addresses. But this is actually the first time uh, President Trump has address the nation in this way and uh he uh he really knocked it out of the park um and before i get into it guys i i don't know if i've mentioned this before on days that i do the podcast uh, i don't like absorb any conservative or libertarian media first so i i really don't want my in my opinions to be influenced by other commentators or or any or anybody um i mean i'll read the mainstream media news reports stuff like that but you know i've I have no idea what like other conservative commentators are going to say about this speech or how they they felt it went. Um, I have no idea what you know Rush Limbaugh or, or uh, Glenn Beck or Ben Shapiro or any of these guys. I have no idea what they thought. I'm just going to give you my take. I thought the president knocked it out of the park. I thought this was a first round knockout for the president for multiple reasons. Um, but before I get into that, I want to play just the first minute or minute and a half of the president's speech last night. Here we go. There he is. Tonight, I am speaking to you because there is a growing humanitarian and security crisis at our southern border. Every day, Customs and Border Patrol agents encounter thousands of illegal immigrants trying to enter our country. We are out of space to hold them, and we have no way to promptly return them back home to their country. America proudly welcomes millions of lawful immigrants who enrich our society and contribute to our nation. 
but all Americans are hurt by uncontrolled illegal migration. It strains public resources and drives down jobs and wages. Among those hardest hit are African Americans and Hispanic Americans. Our southern border is a pipeline for vast quantities of illegal drugs, including meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. Every week, 300 of our citizens are killed by heroin alone, 90% of which floods across from our southern border. More Americans will die from drugs this year than were killed in the entire Vietnam War. In the last two years, ICE officers made 266,000 arrests of aliens with criminal records, including those charged or convicted of 100,000 assaults, 30,000 sex crimes, and 4,000 violent killings. And, and he went on uh, for about nine minutes. Uh, he made a lot of good points, not only this one. Obviously, um, the left all day yesterday, they were claiming that, you know, Trump was going to come on TV and fearmonger. He was going to be angry, pounding on the desk, lying, making up stuff. He didn't do any of that. He didn't exaggerate. He didn't uh, he didn't get ahead of himself. He didn't go too overboard. It was very measured. It was very presidential. It was very calm. Uh, the facts checked out. Um, CNN and others are trying to, you know, say that he was lying about details and stuff. I didn't see anything um, that was untrue. Uh, he made uh, several other points about how, you know, we, we give away, you know, 30 to $40 billion a year in foreign aid, and why can't the Democrats find just $5 billion for border security? Uh, he made the outstanding point in, in regards to what Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi have been saying for days, that a wall is immoral, that a wall is evil. He said, if a wall is immoral, why do wealthy politicians build walls and gates and fences around their houses? Uh, and uh, he said, quote, it's not that they hate people outside of the wall, that they, but that they love the people inside of the wall. And see, that's, that's just common sense. I mean, Nancy Pelosi saying a wall is immoral when uh, obviously she has a giant wall around her multi-million dollar mansion in San Francisco. Um, I, I really thought Trump did well. Uh, I really thought Trump did well. Um, and, and look, it, a lot of people agree. A lot of people agree. There was an op-ed in the Washington Post, not Breitbart, not the Daily Wire, not the No Gimmicks podcast, <laughs> you know, the Washington Post, a very far left magazine this morning that you know, the, the headline was, quote, Trump won, Pelosi and Schumer lost. Okay, that was the title of the op-ed. And they go on to uh, just explain that Trump was the one being reasonable. He was the one being mature. And unless you're a hardcore leftist that, that hates Trump, you can't walk away from that without thinking, okay, Trump was the adult in the room. Even Chris Cuomo, the execrable Chris Cuomo from CNN, said on CNN after after the speech and after the Democratic response that, you know, Trump's appeal was convincing and the Democrats uh, really were not. And it, that, that may be the biggest reason why um, President Trump won big last night, not even because of his speech, which was very good, but because of the Democrats' response. The Democrats demanded equal airtime for, for a rebuttal, which is kind of unusual. Um, the opposition party always does that after the State of the Union, uh, but not after just every single one of these Oval Office addresses. But, you know, okay, fine. They, they had their equal airtime, and it was an absolute disaster. Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi got on TV. I don't know why they didn't have two podiums, but they were standing, like, shoulder to shoulder behind a podium looking 
evil <laughs> looking like the spawn of satan or something like that it was very awkward it was very uncomfortable uh, i'm not gonna play the whole thing but i'll play the first minute or so of uh, nancy pelosi's rebuttal to the president good evening i appreciate the opportunity to speak directly to the american people tonight about how we can end this shutdown and meet the needs of the american people sadly Much of what we heard from President Trump throughout this sense of shutdown has been full of misinformation and even malice. The president has chosen fear. We want to start with the facts. The fact is, on the very first day of this Congress, House Democrats passed Senate Republican legislation to reopen government and fund smart, effective border security solutions. But the president is rejecting these bipartisan bills which would reopen government over his obsession with forcing American taxpayers to waste billions of dollars on an expensive and ineffective wall, a wall he always promised Mexico would pay for. The fact is, President Trump has chosen to hold hostage critical services for the health, safety, and well-being of the American people and withhold the paychecks of 800,000 innocent workers across the nation, many of them veterans. Well, first off, before I even dive into this, that last statement by Nancy Pelosi is false. Actually, no federal workers have missed a paycheck yet. I believe uh, they'll they'll start missing paychecks uh, either late this week or early next week, I believe. But yeah, nobody's missed a check yet. Um, And obviously, the people that do miss paychecks, that's furloughed. They'll get back pay anyway. So it doesn't really make that big of a difference. But I, I'm not going to play any more of the Schumer-Pelosi response because you guys really need to look this up. If you if you didn't see it last night, it, it, there's no point since we're an audio-only podcast. You really can't get the essence of what is going on here. It, it is Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi huddled behind a podium just scowling at the camera, looking like just senile grandparents that like hate their grandkids. You know, It's like the parents just drop off the kids with the grandkids. with the with the grandparents but they don't really want them there and they just want to go to bed at seven and they're just there's they look so angry and and just mean and i mean it was just a horror show i mean it was an absolute horror show last night the democrats could not have handled this any worse it's like they they obviously wrote the speech before they saw the president's speech obviously because they were aired back to back but i think maybe they just assumed trump would be fudging the numbers fudging the statistics but he wasn't you know, maybe they thought he'd be fear-mongering, but he wasn't. Maybe they thought that he wouldn't be presidential, that he'd be kind of the campaign rally version of Trump where he's animated and he's playing off the crowd and screaming and yelling and getting people riled up, but he wasn't. So they were <laughs> they were making these straw man arguments. They were attacking Trump for things he didn't do, attacking Trump for points he wasn't even making. And it just, it was a bad look. And just the optics, whoever told them that this was a good idea needs to be fired. I mean, whoever at the DNC said, oh, this is what you guys should do. Stand side by side behind one podium, look as mean and weird and awkward as humanly possible because that's what the people want. Just a strange, strange strategy. Um, And it just, it's, I have to assume the American people are realizing this shutdown truly is on the Democrats. It is truly on Chuck Schumer. The House passed uh, a budget that would, included the you know 5.7 billion dollars for a border wall and Schumer filibustered it the Senate Dems filibustered this bill and I mean just responding to a reasonable 
you know, dare I say, compassionate, you know, convincing speech by the president behind the resolute desk to this weird, mean, angry response. I mean, it, it's the ball is in the Democrats' court. I mean, Trump. I mean, this was they walked right into it. They ran headfirst into a knockout punch. It was Jose Aldo, Conor McGregor, where he just ran straight at him face first and got knocked out in 10 seconds. This was a first-round knockout victory for the president. I don't know how you can come away with any other uh, any other conclusion. I, I'm interested to see tonight, you know, when I'm done with, with all this, done with all my work for the day, I am going to check out some other conservative and liberal commentators and just try to see, you know, what, what the consensus is. But, man, I, I could not have been happier by the president's performance— um, I couldn't have been happier with the contents of the speech. And I think, uh, you know, what, what he said was true, and the Democrats just really fell flat. They, I mean, they walked right into it. I think Trump kind of baited them into looking like the bad guys. And, man, just a side note, they really did look like the bad guys here. I mean, they, they looked like just the devil or something. It was just weird. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen the memes. If not, check it out. Pelosi and Schumer looked like that old painting, American Gothic, you know, where the, the the farmers, the guys holding a, a pitchfork and the, the woman there looked very angry and solemn. That's what they look like. I mean, they they it, it was just so strange. It was so strange. I just don't know why those optics, why, why these Democrats thought it was a good idea. They shouldn't even have had their their leadership uh, make the re- the rebuttal. They should have done what Democrats typically do or any opposition party typically does after the State of the Union, where you just pick a random senator or a random governor or a random congressman to deliver a response. So you, at least if it doesn't fall flat or if people agree with the president, it doesn't highlight your leadership as idiotic and incompetent, which is exactly what they did. I mean, Trump was very presidential. He was precise. He was factual. And then that clown show happens. And wow, I mean, it, it, look, the left is never going to support a border wall. They, the, the base of the Democratic Party, they are all for open borders. A few of them still lie about it. A lot of them are just open about it. They want to abolish ICE. They want to tear down any physical barriers that already exist on the southern border. They do not want to secure the border. They want to import a voting bloc from Central and South America so they can keep electing Democrats. That is the point. But you have to remember, guys... Only 30% of the country are regular are, are registered Democrats. And only about 26% of the country are registered Republicans. 42% of voters are unaffiliated. These speeches are supposed to appeal to the middle, to the independents, to the moderates. Trump's speech did that. I don't know how you could come away <laughs> from the Democratic response thinking that that appealed to independents. Uh, an, over, an overwhelming majority of Americans do want to secure the southern border, and even 54% support building the wall. I really think this is a winner for Trump. The only the only negative you can you can take away from this and not enough people are saying this on the right in the conservative movement. Why the hell didn't Trump make this speech 2 years ago or a year ago? Or I don't know, before the midterm elections when there was a risk that the Democrats would would retake the House of Representatives, which ultimately they did. Trump has been president for 2 years. This was his calling card. building the wall, securing the southern border, is probably the reason why he got elected, okay? His election was a clear mandate to build the wall and secure the southern border. This speech was great. I just don't understand the timing. Why wasn't this done before when Republicans controlled both houses of Congress? I don't get it. The the timing doesn't make sense. I don't know if it's going to work out. Like, I don't know if, uh, you know, enough people will hold the Democrats' feet to the fire. Obviously, the, the media covers for them. 
which makes it much more complicated. Um, obviously, Republicans in, in, on Capitol Hill do not have the same cover and leniency from the media that Democrats do. But look, we're, I, I, I like that Trump's making a stand. I, I like that he dug in. I like that he uh, was fine with the government shutdown. Um, I'm, I'm glad he's he's putting the blame and the ball in the Democrats' court. That's where it belongs. But I don't know something that for the Democrats to cave on this and give in and give Trump the you know five billion or whatever he wants for border security. The American people really need to take it to the Democrats. You know, people need to hold their feet to the fire. They need to protest. Uh, they really need to. They need to write letters to their congressmen and their senators. But they, they really don't have to. The Democrats don't have to cave because Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker of the House, and she is a witch. I mean, she is a, a terrible human being who threatens members of her caucus, threatens to cut off uh, cut them off financially in terms of uh, running for re-election. And obviously, congressmen have to run for re-election every two years. So without the, the money from the DCCC, uh, it's very hard to win re-election. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't, it, it would take a lot from the American people to to get Schumer and Pelosi to cave on this. Um, but it could happen. I mean, maybe this is maybe the speech will make a difference. Maybe this the speech by the president did appeal to enough people in the middle, enough moderates, enough independents, even enough Democrats to start holding the Democrats accountable to this. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, I think it's a it was a good step. It was a step in the right direction. Um, I, I have a feeling that Trump's approval rating will 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 tick up a few points at least, maybe five points, because anytime he um you know, he makes these presidential scripted um, speeches, it, you know, it, it brings some normalcy to his administration, right? Like you saw the stock market go up like 500 points this morning because, you know, the the markets love stability. They don't like the craziness. They don't like all the crazy tweets. When Trump is reading from a teleprompter, you know, he's not going off the cuff. He's not fudging the, the numbers. He's not making things up. It's he's he's definitely this is the best version of Trump when he's scripted like this. I know everybody loves the screaming and yelling rally Trump, but to actually affect change uh, policy wise, we need more of this Trump, less of the wild man Trump. And, you know, people were saying on, on Twitter last night, like, well done, Mr. President. This was outstanding. Please don't wake up in the morning and start tweeting crazy shit. Don't do it. <laughs> you know, because usually when he has a victory like this, he'll ruin it the next day by stepping on his own you know what, you know, so I, I really hope he uh, stays presidential and keeps keeps leading from the overall office like this. I like it that he chose to give this address from behind the resolute desk. It is powerful imagery um, to see the president of the United States behind the desk speaking directly to you. It is powerful. I think it is meaningful. I think it will change some hearts and minds. I mean, if you especially side by side to Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi looking like absolute monsters not making any sense with this weird imagery put that imagery side by side and it's not it's not hard to understand who won the day the president of the united states definitely won the day we need more of this not less um i think i i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna call it a day i i don't really have much more to talk about i was just waiting all day yesterday to see this address and, and i just wanted to give my unfiltered reaction to it um so there you have it uh trump won he won the night um, because it was a good speech, but probably even more so because the Democrats are absolutely terrible at their job. They are terrible at optics. Um, they they are liars. Um, and even people on the left, Chris Cuomo, Pierce Morgan, 
uh, uh, the Washington Post editorial board. <laughs> I mean, for, seriously. I mean, the, even people on the left are having to admit this morning that uh, that this was a big win for Trump and a big loss for Democrats. So, uh, yeah, and we'll see. I'm, I'm interested to see what other commentators have to say, but that's my two cents. I thought it was a big night for the president. I was happy to see it. We want more of that. Less of the craziness, more of this. Well done. As Ben Shapiro says, good Trump, bad Trump. This was definitely good Trump in my opinion. All right. I think that's all I got. That's all I got for today. That's all I got for this week. I am Brady Leonard. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And I will be back on Monday. No gimmicks. Thank you.